0: Breaking news from the Athletic. Hello, and welcome to Headline, the Athletics' breaking news football podcast. Liverpool have completed the signing of Diogo Jota from Wolves. The 23-year-old Portugal international has signed a five-year contract with an initial transfer fee of 41 million pounds, rising to 45 million depending on appearances. Dutch teenager Kiana Hoover. is is going in the opposite direction in a 13.5 million pound deal with Liverpool also negotiating a 15% sell-on clause. It completes a remarkable day for the club following the unveiling of 27 million pound signing Thiago Alcantara from Bayern Munich. I'm the Athletics News Editor Charlotte Harper, and I'm joined by a Liverpool writer James Pierce and Wolves writer Tim Spears. James. Has this deal come as a surprise for you?
1: It has, yeah. Um, you know, we, we knew that Liverpool were in the market for another attacking signing in this window. They they needed desperately, really, to ease the burden on the established front three of of Sadio Mane, Mohamed Salah, and Roberto Firmino. But um, yeah, the the main target and the one that had been talked about a lot up to now had been Ishmael Assar from Watford. And um, yeah, I think in, in just in the last couple of days, Liverpool decided to. Shift their focus from Saar across to Jota, and they've moved very, very quickly uh, to get this deal done.
0: So, James, why are Liverpool signing him, uh, and where do you see Jota fitting
1: in? Well, I think the the big attraction for Liverpool is is his flexibility and a, an ability to play a, across the front line. I think you know they they needed they needed another kind of elite attacker that 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 could allow Klopp to rotate the likes of Salah and Mane when they need a breather at times this season. I know. Liverpool's recruitment staff had, had followed Jota's progress really closely over the past two seasons and um, you know I think I think they just think he's a really good fit in terms of his skill set in terms of his determination his eye for goal his work rate um you know his tactical intelligence has been talked about a lot in terms of both is you know on and off the ball um and I think also you know what really helped him was the fact that you know Pep Linder's Klopp's assistant is a former porto youth coach and it's got extensive contacts in the portuguese football and um i know he did a lot of you know digging in terms of getting references and they were all glowing about his character and that certainly you know, i think helped convince Klopp that um that jota was the one to go for and um you know i think he'll just be absolutely delighted to to have got him on board because i think for liverpool fans that has been a a concern that you know that Liverpool's front three are, are absolutely elite in terms of world football, but I think there has been, you know, when one of them is missing, there is too big a drop off, and uh, I think I think the arrival of Jota, you know, a 23 year old with you know, I think he's proved it at the top level, but I think the exciting thing for Liverpool and for Klopp is they think they can get even more out of him, and um, yeah, I think I think he just he just ticks all the boxes for Liverpool.
2: I would just add, James. I mean, he's he's been an exemplary. Professional for, for Wolves and he the, the guy just absolutely loves football you know, he lives and breathes it I, I did a feature with him uh, over lockdown uh, about his love of football manager which he plays which he plays for hours and hours on end and FIFA as well he won the, the Premier League FIFA tournament they had in the summer beating Trent Alexander-Arnold in the final so when he's not playing or watching football he's playing football manager or FIFA um, and he's, he's become a real big game player for Wolves you know, he, he scored arguably the seminal moment of the Nuno era Um, with a winning goal against Man United in the FA Cup quarter-final, which anyone who's there will never forget it. And I think you know he's recently become a Portugal international, scored his first goal for Portugal. Um, I think he'll really rise to the occasion and the challenge of of being a Liverpool player.
0: So what sort of player are Liverpool getting, Tim?
2: Well, he's been outstanding for Wolves for the best part of three years, actually. I mean, he, he did tail off a bit towards the end of last year and the fact the low point of his Wolves career came just a month ago when he... Wasn't selected for the Europa League quarter final against Sevilla. Really, kind of tailed off towards the end of last season. But he's occasionally prolific. Um, I mean, he's got fa- fantastic dribbling ability, great low centre of gravity. He's very strong, and um, you know, looks quite slight, but but um, he can really hold defenders off. Um, yeah, incredible work ethic, a real team player. And his, his goals output, certainly over the, over the last three years, has, has been pretty good. And at age 23, you know, I, I don't think we've seen the best of him yet. So um, he's he's very streaky. He's a proper streaky bacon confidence player. I mean, when he started in the Premier League, he went 13 without a goal um, and then ended, ended up scoring 10 for the rest of that season. And then last season, he was really in and out of form. You know, he went like eight without a goal. Then he scored like six in three. Then he'd have like seven without a goal. He's a real confidence player, but on his day, he's Wolves' best forward. I mean, he's he's I put him above Treore. You know, with, with the skill set that he's got, um, it's just that his day didn't come often enough for Wolves. liking in last season, and once the opportunity to sell him for, for this huge fee comes up, I think it's a very good deal at this moment in time for Wolves, but could end up being a very good deal for Liverpool in the future.
0: So, what does this mean for Wolves? How much of a loss is it?
2: Well, like I said, he he had kind of dropped out the team. I mean, he they've had two games this season he didn't appear against Sheffield United on the opening day and obviously we now we now understand why um, we did see the emergence of Pedro Neto who's sort of a younger version of Jota you know last season um, and also Daniel Penance towards the end of the campaign whether they can make up the shortfall in goals and assists I'm not sure from a sh- from a small sample size in terms of appearances they did actually contribute um, a decent ratio of goals and assists last season those two players but yeah um, but yeah, like I said, Jota's such a team player, so key to the defensive side of Nuno's game as well. You know, he really tracks back, he really gets stuck in, and at this moment in time, you've got to say he, he will be missed. But you know, Nuno won't have taken this decision lightly, um, and he'll feel they've got enough to cope without him.
0: James, what about Watford's Ishmael Assar?
1: Yeah, I, I think he was certainly very high up on Liverpool's shortlist. I think um, I think the issue the issue there. Was was mainly around price. I know from the the initial discussions that uh, the Liverpool had with Watford that you know despite them falling into the championship, they were they were still demanding in excess of forty million pound guaranteed, rising to in excess of fifty million with with add-ons, which which would have been kind of I think it would have been a record sale for them. And I think Liverpool just felt that was just too expensive. Of course, with SAR as well, you'd have to factor in that. Um, you know, with him being a Senegal international, you'd run the risk in the future of him going off to the Africa Cup of Nations along with Mohamed Salah and, and Sadio Mane. So I think I think that was pretty key in terms of why Liverpool shifted their focus. I think ultimately they just decided that, you know, uh, you know the Tsar is just going to be too expensive. Uh, and Jot just made a lot more sense, you know, similar in a way to how they approach things with, with bringing in a left-back this summer because, um, you know, they went after Jamal Lewis at Norwich, um, felt that the price they were being quoted there was far too high, and then moved very quickly to to sign Costa Simicus in, in his place.
0: And will this lead to more departures at Liverpool now?
1: Yeah, I think I think undoubtedly. I think um, you know Jurgen Klopp said said to today in his press conference that he said you know some, sometimes you. You know, you might you might have to sell to buy, but you sometimes you almost you know you buy in advance, knowing that that sales are on the way, and you know. And of course, we know that you know Kajana Hoover is uh, is going in the opposite direction to Jota. He's going to Wolves for a fee that could rise to as. High as thirteen and a half million pounds, and, and there'll be others, un, undoubtedly. You, know, you know, Liverpool are looking for for buyers for Harry Wilson, for Marco Grivich. You know, I think each of those are valued at twenty million, which I think is probably. You know, I think that's probably overly optimistic. I think as we get closer to the window shutting, and you know, I can see those uh, those demands dropping a bit. We know Gruwich has attracted interest from Borussia Mönchengladbach. Gladbach, um, Nat Phillips, central defender, is another one being pursued by a number of championship clubs, and then Liverpool are looking to offload, um, you know, unwanted fringe players like Loris Karius and and Yasser Larucci, and then you know, there's also the Rian Brewster question to resolve. You know, they're considering at the moment permanent and loan offers with um, Crystal Palace and Sheffield United leading the chase for him. So, um, yeah, I think, you know, Liverpool have been very decisive in the market this week. They've gone and landed two big new signings, which I think have given fans a, a massive lift. But um, I think from now to the end of the window, predominantly It'll be all about offloading those uh, those unwanted players.
0: Thanks, guys. So, Liverpool have started making some big moves in the transfer market. You can read more on those deals at The Athletic. Sign up now for just £1 a month by going to theathletic.com forward slash breakingnewspod. That's theathletic.com forward slash breakingnewspod. And you can listen to James Pearce every week on The Athletic's dedicated Liverpool podcast, The Red Agenda. Tim Spears will have all the fallouts from a Wolves perspective on their dedicated podcast, The Molyneux View. Just search for those in your podcast provider. Thanks for listening.